brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, and thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Um, we're going to start this bonus material by thanking Leona Graham, the queen of rock. Not only if you regularly download the podcast, uh, will you discover that she is so firmly behind the concept of Whamageddon mm. that she, as you're about to hear, has taken it to a whole new level, but also... She's bought us Christmas gifts. I know, early presents. She bought me, bear in mind, you know, dressed entirely in black, riding on her motorbike, rocking out to ACDC and the Foos, and she's bought me a customised Christmas decoration that's got three reindeer on it, Dave... Sarah Jane and Evangeline, oh, a, a Christmas decoration for all that the family. That is really nice. That's the cutest thing ever. A lot of thought and a lot of effort went into that. I love this. is like Marilyn Manson giving me some candy floss. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is fantastic. It's amazing. I, on the other hand, uh, got a brute shower gel and deodorant <laughs> gift set. She knows uh, you so well. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I do love brute at this time of year. It's my festive <laughs> fragrance. And I've never had the gel douche, uh, so that would be really nice. 50 years of great fragrance, brute. <laughs> Parfums Prestige. Lovely. And that's the voiceover work continuing over there. Matt, so well done <laughs> to you. 50 years of brute. Um, thank you once again for downloading the podcast. Enjoy. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Thanks for getting in touch, Janine. And her email said, Morning, Dave. I have a strange request. Tell me more, Janine. Me and my husband, Scott, listen to your show every morning. Well, that's very nice. He's always messaging you guys, especially when you do your riddles, as he desperately wants a Dave Berry mug. Uh. He sulks as he never gets a mention. Today is our 20th wedding anniversary, and I thought it would be great if you guys could please, please, please send him a Dave Berry mug or at least a mention on your show. Oh. He truly is an amazing guy, and it would make his day. Well, as I say, thank you once again, Janine Wigan. So, a mention to Scott. Well, I mean, what what can be said about Scott? That hasn't already been said a thousand Scott times from before. Scott Wigan, yeah. Scotty yeah. Wigan. Scotty Wigwigs. Yeah. Um, Emma, I mean, I know he's, he's very close to your heart. Yeah, he's a great guy. Actually, a couple of years ago, he, he rescued me when I broke down on the North Circular. Oh, oh that's classic yeah. Scott. Yeah, I don't know how I can pay him back. Town, and he yeah. was on foot at the time, wasn't it? He yeah, just came was, running yeah. down the Just gave me shoulder. a piggyback all the way home. Yeah. What a legend. Lovely guy. Glenn, I know Scott and Wiggins had a, a huge impact on you as a person. Yeah, I know. I, I still just the once I've met him, but I was I was in Beijing on holiday a few years ago and I missed my flight and I didn't. I was absolutely despairing. Yeah. And, he, and he went, "I'll give you a lift," and he wow. just drove he just drove me back from Beijing the from whole way. Beijing, oh, what a guy! Wow. And yeah. it was just and then he dropped you off at home and that's when he went over to Emma. Yeah, and I said, "What can I give yeah. you for petrol?" And he said, "Leave it, it's fine." Oh. Yeah, he won't take <laughs> he won't take your money, no. Scott. No, I've seen that firsthand. Well, when did you? What I, did you wa- I was in Scott? his native Wigan one time mm-hmm. uh, in a bar in a, in a Weatherspoons bar, in fact, in, yeah. in the middle of Wigan. So Taylor's oldest. And I already. saw Scott so ge- generous to a fault that man. Uh, he bought the entire pub a round of Jaeger bombs and didn't even get one for himself. Well, he wasn't there. He used the app, didn't he? Yes, in fact, that's what he did. Yeah, he did. The app had just come in and he bought everyone a drink and he wasn't even there. And then with a quiet dignity, he just carried on walking down the road. Yeah, who who yeah, is that yeah. generous figure? That's Scott. Everyone knows him. And of course, well, I've been banging on about this on Twitter for many years now. Scott gave me not only one, but both of his kidneys. So it's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle he's still alive. Yeah. But it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just our Scott. Yeah. yeah, generous to a fault. Selfless. He really is. Yeah. And I think on this his twentieth wedding anniversary <laughs> to the lovely Janine, we should definitely send him a Daybreak Breakfast Show mug. Scott, from all of us, thank you.
for being you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So Scott from Wigan, the legend, he's got in touch. Can't drive, apparently. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. He's <laughs> stop taking the mickey now, lol, I can't drive, so I haven't dropped anyone off. Oh. But he doesn't deny any of the other stories. No, that's why well, he piggybacked we, me. Yeah, we didn't yeah, say it was yeah. a car. See, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, a tuck-tuck yeah, tuck all the way yeah. from... Listen, Scott, come on. Didn't mention the kidneys at all. But it is it is the real <laughs> Scott, because I've checked his text history. Take us through Scott's text history. He has got involved with riddles in the past, uh, for That's instance, what his wife Janine said. A month ago, he texted us saying, Scott Wigan, answer is a book. Morning, Dave and the guys. The riddle answer is a deal. Then another one, about an hour later, saying, for the second time, lol, this is Scott in Wigan. The answer is a deal. And then 13 days ago, morning, Dave and the team, Scott in Wigan, is it a helicopter? <laughs> so he has been getting involved, as his wife said. We haven't done a riddle in a while. Should we do one tomorrow? Let's do a riddle. Let's do a day break. Crying out for a, Wigan, a um, riddle. Well, Scott, once again, happy anniversary to you and your wife, Jean. We are going to be sending you a mug, but never stop getting in touch. We love it when you do. And, of course, as I say, you can email me anytime you like. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Bill says, my first thought was, why is a building called a building if it's already been built? Oh, now there's a thought, isn't it? That's good. I have no follow-up. Building, yeah. Who first came up with that? From Bill as well. Just building this... um Building, they must have said when if someone first asked. Look them, at that the selection builders. of builts. <laughs> built. Yeah, but it should be builts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, builts. Have you seen that new built? Yeah. The shard <laughs> is a very tall built. Yeah, it doesn't sound right, does it? it sounds it's a bit German. It sounds offensive, and I don't know why. <laughs> does it really? I'll stop saying it. <laughs> if built. I've accidentally offended anyone, yeah. I profusely. The uh, built community is actually really. really <laughs> upset. Hashtag built. Yeah. yeah you're um, so builtist. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. Um, so, um, Matt Dyson, uh, my first thought this morning was based around you. It came when I checked the WhatsApp group, and you were. Once again, slightly late this morning because <laughs> you've moved to a village 5,000 miles away from the studio. Yeah, this is the downside. You're living in the Outer Hebrides <laughs> and now it's yeah. taking you slightly longer I to know. get into work even yeah. though you refuse to adjust your alarm clock. Well, no, I have. I Convinced am adjusted you can it. I still... have adjusted it. I have adjusted it. I showed you yesterday when you and producer Mark questioned whether I'd changed the time that I got up. I have changed it. You have. I've right. adjusted it accordingly, but I had some issues this morning, that's all. But we started talking about village life and then this was my first thought. It's a TV show idea, and it is Matt Dyson's Great Village People Road Trip. Oh, yeah. And this is effectively uh, <laughs> all of the village people. Yeah. No one wants that at 626. <laughs> um, this is all of the village people um, yeah. driving um, you across America. Oh, wow. Like a relay. So you first you start off with the soldier, right? And, you, you can't, and you start off in New York. And then you get picked up by the Native American, then the police officer, then the cowboy. As you hit Texas, you're about the halfway mark, then the construction worker. And, of course, finally, on the back of a bike, that's where you change your mode of transport, you're with the leather-clad biker as you enter L.A. Perfect. And just going through villages. Yeah. Effectively, that's yeah, it. It's yeah. Matt Dyson's Village to Village with the wow. Village People Road Trip yes. on Channel 5. Yeah, we'll start in New York at Greenwich, Greenwich Village and it's, then take it from there. That yeah. was my first thought. I'm just coming up with TV content Great. for you. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. What was your first thought this morning, Matt? Uh, will bananas cure my puffy eyes? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, producer Mark, uses a cooling eye Sorry, I've got to ring the bell um, for that. Uses a cooling eye patch. Cucumbers are popular and today I've been trying a cooling banana. And uh, I feel like it's working. Has it worked? 
Yeah, you do. You look a lot yeah. less puffy yeah, than when you finally arrived after commuting here from the village well, on the yeah. back of a bike yeah. driven by a construction worker. I'm going to persist with it. You know, like when the seconds come in to help a boxer during a boxing match, yeah. mm. they rub ice up against the swollen face. So instead of cut me, it. cut me, Mick, yeah. you're yeah. going for banana, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> banana, Mick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's quite cool, it. Does it not have to be peeled? Or is it... Oh, no, I'd get covered in the stuff on the inside of the banana then. What's that called again? It's got a full oh, lid. It's not pit, pit. is it? <laughs> no, it's got, didn't we go it's through got this? a very specific name. It cures verrucas, uh, banana skin, the inside banana of skin. banana skin. Oh, does it? Well, mm. there you go. This, uh, this oh. would be great if I ever get a verruca on my eye. I'll so, be sorted. pith on your verrucas. <laughs> yeah. Good advice. Thanks, Emma Jones. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. As we like to do, we're exchanging our first thoughts at 8.12.15. Morning, Dave. My first thought was, why didn't Tarzan have a beard? Oh, yeah. That's a very good point. If he was yeah. raised in the jungle there, yeah. how did he shave? Yeah, and why? maybe use some sharp flint or something to shave, but why would he be bothered? Why would he even think of shaving if I think he was, there was Tarzan? A, do you remember there was a television show about Tarzan, mm. like something about the manor? Where they um, found him and then they shaved him. He was bearded in that and I think they shaved him uh, and they brought him back to... That's exactly what happened in George of the Jungle. Exactly the same thing happened wow. in the Brendan Fraser 90s film. Yes, of course. Did, now, did Brendan Fraser's character George have a beard? He did have a massive beard and then when he gets taken to New York, they shave him. And then the same thing happened to him when he played the uh, caveman that they, they thawed. Uh, <laughs> and they shaved him as well and then he lived in New York. So he's very he's typecast, isn't he, yeah, Brendan weird, Fraser? Isn't it? Um, my first thoughts, as always, is my posh boy. I miss him like crazy, particularly his sexy bum. Well, thanks for getting in touch with that. That's lovely. <laughs> Not a first thought, but I used to eat a lot of bananas, Dave, and I had cold sores all of the time. I stopped eating bananas and now I don't get any. That's weird, isn't it, says Sue in Bristol. Ooh. Have we looked into any... Is there anything this in is... that? It just sounds like it's a made-up theory I, to me. I'm not even kidding. I genuinely thought you'd been looking into this for, during that last song. No, you haven't, have no you? I haven't, no. <laughs> 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 I'm going to level with you, Dave. Um, I, I really I, haven't. I, I, really, I couldn't care less, we can't, to be honest. It's just yeah. if I'm going to chuck out a big fact like bananas give you cold sores, I thought, when you've been like typing away, you haven't been doing your fantasy football team again, No, have you? no, I haven't. No, 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 no. I thought, well, hang on a second, Sue. So let's cut over and just make, some, been, make, some, looking, make something up. I've been up. looking for social ammo. I'm already <laughs> compiling my list of social ammunition for later. Well, that's coming up later on. We do have a Tarzan update for you, though. He shaved with a knife in order to keep a part of oh. his humanity as Edgar Rice Burroughs cites in Tarzan of the Apes. True, he had seen pictures in his books of men with the great masses of hair upon lip and cheek and chin, but nevertheless, Tarzan was afraid. What? You just had that information to hand. Yeah, it's... Who's just got that in the back pocket all the time? I'm so sorry, guys. I'm just going to have to take a minute because I've just gone into my mind palace and it's going to take me a while to get back out again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. First thoughts wise... We're into the deep cuts. Thanks to Rob from Salford. Good morning to you, Rob. Hi, Dave. The first thing that popped into my head this morning is why do you never hear any reports of people seeing caveman ghosts? It's always people from Victorian or medieval times. <laughs> Wondering how far you have to go back in time to reach the cut-off point to be able to be a ghost. <laughs> Cheers. And that's, as I say, from Rob from Salford. 
It's a very good point. It is. Yeah. Like, very what did ghosts point. look like before sheets were invented? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Or the rough. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. old ladies. <laughs> yeah, you never see modern ghosts either. You never hear reports of modern ghosts, like someone wearing Ugg boots or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ghost had Ugg boots on. Yeah. Can you imagine oh. stood at the top of the stairs <laughs> in Ugg boots and pleather leggings? <laughs> <laughs> but everyone who has ever worn Ugg boots is still alive because they've got to live with their decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. So that's a good one, Rob. We like that. Uh, Emma Jones, let me bring you in here. What was your first thought this morning, if you don't mind me asking? I thought, is a dressing gown a lame Christmas present? Depends, hmm. depends, depends on quality. Levels, yeah. Have you had it personalised? Has it got a name? Has it got like Mr. Jones on it or anything? Oh, if it's monogrammed, yeah. Yeah, it's not monogrammed. I bought one for um, Stefan. It's not, he won't be listening, so it's fine. Um, but he, oh, thanks. Break it to yeah, me gently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, <laughs> hates the show. Yeah, he, absolutely hates the show. So I bought one for him yesterday and I put it under the tree and I was like, oh, there's more presents under the tree today. And he was like, is that a dressing gown? And I was like, no. Was he, was, <laughs> was, was he squidging it? Is he a squidger? He just looked at it straight away and went, is that a dressing gown? Wow. Had you wrapped it completely he... in the shape of a dressing gown? <laughs> <laughs> I just laid it out. With a ta- <laughs> toweling belt wrapped separately. <laughs> I hung it to one of the uh, sprigs on the tree. But the problem is, he's previously told me he doesn't want a dressing gown, but I know he's told oh, specifically. I know he wants one, really. He will <laughs> love it. He said he doesn't. He will love it. That's brilliant. I know him better than he knows himself. You don't oh, yeah, want a dressing gown. Mm, let's test that, shall we? Yeah. So what, now I've got to see how it goes on Christmas Day because I lied and said it wasn't one. But I, I mean, buying someone a dressing gown, we, we can discuss whether it's a rubbish <laughs> gift or not. Fine, but if someone specifically said I don't want a dressing gown. <laughs> I've never known anyone to buy a dressing gown for your own good. Yeah. You'll see me later. The thing is, I know he'll love it because when we go to hotels or anything, he gets really excited about the fact that there's a robe. So I'm like, imagine you can have one in your own house every day. Well, look, here we go. So so is it a hotel? I felt the same way about a kettle in the cupboard. I felt the same way. I I, I individually wrap all of the biscuits at home. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But back to my original point. So is it a hotel standard toweling robe? Yeah, it's a really luxury toweling one. Wow. You'd like that, wouldn't you, for Christmas? Yeah, I'd love that. Can it double up as a bath mat? That very <laughs> <laughs> they have killed two birds with one stone, yeah. don't you? Um, if he Absolutely doesn't want not. it, I'll happily take it. Okay, as a great. Gift. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Glenn, what was your first thought this morning? Um, gonna go to easier friends' birthday parties from now on. I've been—I was really thinking about that lot of money. I, I went to a friend's birthday last night, and he weirdly lives in the Tower of London. Um, Does he? Yeah. What's he done? Is he a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> his, so his, his dad was involved in the, very high up in the army like years ago, I think. And so, but as a result, when I, I arrived at the party late when they're in because there is a pub within the Tower of London, um, and so he didn't have his phone on him, and so I, and they obviously ju- don't just let you into the Tower of London. <laughs> So I could see the pub right there, but there was a, a beef eater in my beef way. Beef on the door? But, yeah, but was, yeah, I couldn't, it, like, yeah, basically like a bouncer, and I just had to <laughs> hang around for an hour with this be- just making small talk with this beef eater. Oh, how's the beef? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> beef eater recently. What? what time do you finish beef eating? So, yeah. You... <laughs> I didn't know they spoke. Oh, what? Yeah. No, I think that's, that's the guards. That's the Buckingham Palace guards. Yeah. Or babies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we always welcome your first thoughts at 8, 12, 15. Uh, do continue to keep them coming. We're tackling them every weekday morning as we are live from 6. Thank you, guys. That's been uh, quite the journey. Yeah. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 
on Absolute Radio. It's lovely having you on board. Uh, now, yesterday I returned... Well, I left the studio a boy last Wednesday and I came back a daddy. Oh, a little girl is just... Daughters are amazing, aren't yeah, they? Still, still enjoying it. I've got. Uh, it can only be described as the the euphoric highs I am currently feeling when it just due to a little sneeze. Oh, it's totally yeah. disproportionate. I, yeah. I can't because I'm going. Oh! Oh. And then I'm going. Come on, Davy, calm down. It's just a little no. sneeze, and then she's sneezing again. Enjoy and I'm, it. Oh, Evangeline's little sneezes. They're just lovely. Um, now, when I returned yesterday, uh, to so many lovely messages from you guys out there, which, as I said yesterday, I have shared with the family. And, and we really are thankful for them. But Matt, you'd gone above and beyond by tracking down some household mm. names. Yeah, some people that I knew meant a lot to you uh, to send you a special message, yeah. And first up was uh, Cholton Athletic legend Chris Solly, one yeah. of the country's greatest right-backs. Yeah. Um, and this really did touch me, thank you. Hi, Dave, just a quick one. Congratulations to you and your wife on the birth of your baby girl. I'm sure you're enjoying changing the nappies and the lack of sleep already. Um, but yeah, congratulations to the both of you. Love Chris nice, Solly. Yeah. Love him. Um, and then things took a strange turn. Well, then what we... was your what was your process? Well, I thought you know it's Panto season. <laughs> who, who can we get? <laughs> you know who's available that we might want to do something like this? Yeah. Uh, so the go-to gal it was Linda Lasardi. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we play this, it did make me blush yesterday. I don't yes, know why. Yeah, well, she's a bit saucy of it, isn't well, she? Well, yeah, I mean, saucy. Has anyone said that since seven? <laughs> I don't know, since the 1980s. But here we are. This is Linda Lusardi. Hello, Dave Berry, Linda Lusardi here. Oh, hello, Linda. Well, now you've been busy boy, haven't you? Yes. Your co-host, Matt Dyson, informs me that you're a new daddy. Well, I'm sure it's not the first time in your life someone's called you daddy. Oh, my but God. But congratulations. <laughs> Such wonderful news. Much love, Linda. Oh. How are you? How did you get that? Well, I've got you know my network of contacts. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, you know they do those video messages now, don't they? You can pay celebrities to do video. messages. You did not pay just a little Sardi glimpse behind the curtain. Twenty-five pounds. <laughs> Personalised message from Linda. Do you know what? Thank you, and it's worth every penny. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, that I can see here. Yeah, the my clip, treat to you. That my clip is that clip is twenty seconds, so it's over <laughs> yeah. a pound a second. Yeah, Linda's getting go. for that. Yeah. <laughs> let's just, let's Hello, get our money's worth. Dave Berry, Linda Lusardi here. Let's cut to a bit where you call me Dave. Well, now you've been busy, haven't you? Yes. Your co-host Pat Dyson informs me that you're a new daddy. Well, I'm sure it's not the first oh. time in your life someone's called you daddy. Linda, but no. Congratulations. Congratulations. Such wonderful news. Much love, Linda. So we've gone from Charlton Athletic legend Chris Solly. Chris Solly, we didn't have to pay. He did it from out of the goodness of his heart because well, he knows you're a big fan of, of Charlton. Well, that's that's good to know. I've known Chris for a little while, so I'm pleased he did it for free. Um, so Linda's getting over one pound per second. Yeah, worth every penny. Thank you once again. Who have we got finally? We Who got, did we have? Lee, we, we were running out of money. <laughs> oh no! no. Well, it's because they paid me to congratulate you as well in person. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, no, we got Lee McDonald. AKA Samo from Grange Hill. Well, let's have a listen. This is a real thrill. Here we go. Dave Berry, it's <laughs> Lee MacDonald here, Zamo from Grange Hill. Congratulations <laughs> oh. on the birth of your little girl. What a legend you are. Just say no. Um, I think it might be a case of just say yes there. <laughs> anyway, congratulations. Much love. Lee MacDonald, Zamo. Mwah. <laughs> 
Oh, wow! Lovely guy. Now running a key cutting business in Wallington, well, South that's London. Just, that's just lovely. Thank you very much, Zamo. We just say no went to number one in the UK singles charts in 1986. Exactly. It's our era, Grange Hill. Well, it's not really our era. era. I was one, no. so I don't know. <laughs> ah, yeah, it depends what age you use. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at Wikipedia. Um, no, thank you for all of the messages, Matt Dyson. They really are <laughs> eclectic, but, but lovely. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. You know what? As we've just been talking about the baby and those amazing congratulations messages that man- Matt managed to, um, well, impart, purchase for me and in other parts um, obtain through love yeah. and contacts. Yeah. Um, I want to share something with you that I think is very cute. This is a card that my six-year-old niece Alice wrote. Uh, we've talked about Alice for, you know, from time to time here yeah, on the show. Yeah. Well, we received a whole load of cards from the family yesterday congratulating us on the baby, which is why I'm going to do this. And she'd drawn um, all of these pictures inside the card and on the cover and stuff. And my sister has transcribed it, so and she's put it on a little note inside so we can read clearly uh. what Alice has said. So on page one, there's a quote, and Alice's done a little drawing of this, and it says, This is what I dream. I would be in the doctor's to see my auntie and uncle and the baby. And then she's done this little drawing, isn't that sweet? Then on page two, she's a series of questions. Um, the first one is, when will I see the baby? Oh. Soon enough, Alice. In fact, on Saturday, you'll see the baby. Can I still have a sleepover if the baby is there? Uh, <laughs> now, we've question. gone into the legendary sleepovers we try and put on for Alice by building little yeah. forts and tunnels and snacks. Yes, and she can eat what she that. likes. And she didn't like the pasta last time out, didn't Your she? pasta yeah. is disgusting! <laughs> brown brown <laughs> pasta. <laughs> 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 Um, and finally, <laughs> why did you want a baby? Oh, <laughs> and it's a question I asked myself at just 3am this morning when I had poo all the way up my arm. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Auntie Unky and Baby Evie in a park surrounded by flowers and butterflies. Oh, and that wow. is just the cutest thing. It's lovely. Uh, so what we wanted to do with that is we wanted to ask you, um, as a child, um, what or who did you write to? Um, was it a club? Was it a society? Was it a celebrity? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're asking you, who did you write to as a child? Dave, as a child, I once wrote to Roland Rat to criticise him for blanking me at Butlins the year before. That's from Sue and Eastbourne. A letter of complaint to yeah. Roland Rat. <laughs> And get this, this has come from Nice Baubles on Twitter. Thank you, and good morning, Nice Baubles. Uh, Dave, I once wrote to the confectionery giants Maynards to tell them I liked their Juice Loose I Built This Who Swine Gums oh, adverts. Yes. Uh, they sent me several packs for free. Well, Oops, that's nice. Man. Matt, yeah. um, just for those who may not remember, uh, hit us with some juice loose about this Hoots well, is it Yeah, the Hoots Man song came out back in 93, apparently. I seem to think it was earlier than that, but it certainly got a reboot oh, I think it was later than that. OK. But, yeah, it was big. It was a Scottish guy running around singing their version of a moose loose about this Hoots. Well, here we go. Maynard's original wine gums are filled with delicious, juicy flavour just waiting to be set loose. All you've got to do is chew! Said Scotsman now jumping about a house. Set the juice loose. He's loose about this hoose with the yeah. juice. Here he and comes. Out stab. Hoot 
Smonders juice, loose about this house. Set the juice. That's how you do an advert. <laughs> and he swiped his hands together. Amazing. Now that's how you do an advert. Stop handing the cool badges. We've got to wait till tomorrow for that. Now, now that's how you do an advert. Um, oh, thank you very much indeed. Nice baubles. Good work. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Tomorrow is the day. Yes, 12, 12, 18. At 8am sharp, we'll be premiering the Christmas ad for this breakfast show. And we are very excited about it. We thought we were done. But yesterday after the show, while Champers was on, we gathered round that little computer like you would gather round a fire at Christmas. And we stood there and we watched what we thought was the final edit of the Daybreak Breakfast Show Christmas advert. And we weren't happy. We started to make a few little changes here and there to the point where effectively we've rewritten it. And the very super talented Carl, he's got a lot of work on his hands ahead of the premiere tomorrow at 8am, but we know he can do it. Um, Now, we're adding the finishing touches to it, as I say. It's based around the concept that the vast majority of even the closest families will fall out at Christmas. And there's no secret in the fact it stars Lil Dave and Lil Matt. And if you were to check out our Twitter feed at Absolute Radio, we have put the first little teaser for our Christmas ad up online. Take a look, as I say, at Absolute Radio. Now, when we went to get Lil Dave and Lil Matt made for this, I wasn't so much thinking about a Christmas ad at the time. I was thinking about recreating uh, those classic He-Man adverts from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Where there's the kids playing with the the action action figures figures, and there's a little bit of rubble comes down. That's what I wanted to do. As you know, I had a massive rethink, uh, which means that we had Emma and Glenn built as well. (laughs) Little Emma, little Glenn. Uh, now, the reason I mention the He-Man advert is that that will come into play in a moment when we reveal <laughs> Lil Glenn. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's because you're in a strange pose, but you oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So, first of all, let's, um, let's take a look at Little Emma. This is the big reveal. So, oh. the guys haven't seen these yet. Oh, no. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm dreading this because when I turned up at the studio, yeah. I was bedraggled. I, I, <laughs> well, they, they've captured that brilliantly. Yeah. <laughs> they really are talented. <laughs> I think, as I've said to you before, I think you look like an Hermione from Harry Potter action figure. Oh, OK, I'll take that. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, cute. It's yeah. so uncanny. It's, yeah. <laughs> you like that? Well, it's exactly It's amazing. Right. It's okay. so clever. I'll pass that through to you. And again, we, we, did, <laughs> we asked for action poses. Classic Emma Jones there, just arms folded. Get it over with. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put a lot into it? We need, we need a lot of we need motion to come through the action figures for the commercial to work. Yeah, I'm just going to stand with my well, arms Well, no, folded. I thought they wanted it to be true to life. So I thought I'd do, do that. Well, that it is. And you look great. I'll pass that through to you in a moment. And now, don't drop them. No, I won't. No, imagine if someone dropped one of them. Yeah. That would be awkward, and not the kind of thing we talk about just after eight a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. I am nervous. Oh, it's it, from just unwrapping it from the bubble wrap. It looks like my favourite lumberjack toy that I never had. Oh, oh yes. Go on. You ready? Yeah. Glenn, I give you yeah, Lil Glenn. <laughs> oh, 
is great. What's the pose? It's just like an action Karate. Oh, karate karate chop. Oh, my wow. God. That's great. I love it. It's very I'm Ken from Barbie. Ken and Barbie. You style. do. You, look, you both look great. Gonna... Similarly hairless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Um, Hang on a second, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's he's, he's like like Ken all over, which is a a terrible affliction. Yeah. (laughs) And he goes to the toilet. And, spoiler, (laughs) the big finale for his award-nominated Edinburgh show. (laughs) Uh, So there we go. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show, an absolute radio Christmas ad, is premiering tomorrow morning at 8am. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. You know, I became a father for the first time under a week ago, but I've never felt so dad as I did just then when Emma and Glenn came bounding into the studio to collect their toys. <laughs> it was like Christmas Day. It was, it was my proudest dad moment, which can't be right, surely. And now this. Absolute radio. £50,000 Christmas giveaway. With Tesco Mobile. Yes, would you like to win £50,000 to guarantee you have one of the greatest Christmas days ever? Absolute Radio and Tesco Mobile are giving you a chance to win the biggest ever cash prize we've given away because however you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Now, as well as winning the £50,000, you're going to have the cash in your bank account by this Friday at 5pm so you can get spending. Now, Matt, often with these giveaways, we like to think about the things that you would spend the money on. Yeah. But I think we need to start here with this is 50 grand. 50 grand. So we can have some fun with it, but it is genuinely a life-changing amount of money. of money. It's yeah. not just about having a great Christmas. This is about possibly securing your financial future. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. It's, it's an incredible incredible thing. Um, but Matt, I am genuinely interested to know that if you did win £50,000, what would you spend it well, on? Well, after all the talk earlier about um, dressing gowns as potential Christmas presents, Ooh. I was thinking maybe a high-end dressing gown, expensive, high-fashion, Hawaiian print silk kimono from Gucci, <laughs> £3,200 of pop no! you can buy them for. <laughs> Imagine blowing three grand on a dressing gown. You can buy 15 of them, or maybe go a little bit cheaper and buy an alpaca wool blend dressing gown from Burberry, which you can get for just £2,690. Oh, just. Deal. Yeah, just £2,690. Is that the one you've got Stefan for Christmas? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, so if you'd like to win £50,000, you just need to send a text message with the word WIN in it to 812.15. That's WIN to 812.15. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Life stressful. Sharing with the group. Well, in fact, the UK's biggest anger management class will help and has helped a lot of people in the past. 812.15. What's grinding your gears? Um, as always, we get the ball rolling here in the studio. It seems only fair. But um, here's the thing, I've got nothing to let go of. Oh, really? No. It's it's strange. You're at peace. I'm at peace. And now, many of you out there will be thinking, well, how sweet is that? Because, you know, Dave has got his wife and his newborn daughter home and safe, and that's why he's got nothing to let go of. But I'd like to say that's the truth, but the real truth, I mean, that's a part of it. Mm. But the real truth is... It's mainly because the council finally delivered my new recycling <laughs> bin. <laughs> and on top of that, they'd already written... They'd already written my door number on it. Had no. they? Yeah. They don't do that, do they? They did this time. What? So, as I they say... They probably heard you banging on about it. 
Oh, let's just do it for Dave yeah, Berry. Wait, stop talking about it. <laughs> it's, wor- it's working, Emma, it's working. Yeah, so a combination of, you know, cute little daughter slash the council finally been in the bigger recycling bin. Wow. Got nothing to let go of. Wow. So, Matt Dyson. Life doesn't get any better than that. The floor is yours. Go ahead. Well, I, as I moved house at the weekend, I spent a lot of time at the tip. Uh, lots of different tips. So I went on many, many journeys. And lots of different time, tips. You like to yeah, mix, mix up, up the I venues. Mix it up. Yeah, I don't want to stick You to window shop first as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Is this the right tip I for like me? To spread it around. It's like a you tour. Spread it around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tour of the tip. Like in The Godfather Part 2, he gets, part of, he gets rid of different parts of the gun down different chimneys. You yes. get rid of yeah, a bit of stuff in this tip. And then, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I said. So, so no one could ever area. put that baby <laughs> discarded back together. You can't be seen too often at the same tip. Yeah. Like, oh, he's back again. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got to drive to Stoke to get the bed head. Yeah, you've got exactly. to get the slats. Yeah. You've got to go to Greenwich. No one will ever get this back together. So I did lots. And I, I had many, many a nick and a cut on my hand. Look at that. Look at that. That's a, it's not a paper cut. That's a cardboard. It's a war wound, Serrated cardboard. Ooh. I bent a nail right back. Absolute agony. Ooh. And then at one of the tips, some guy got out of his, I think he was like a... He got out of his posh car and he had gardening gloves on. Oh. To take to the like some sort of semi professional tip. Oh, he's a pro. Who wears gloves to the tip? Someone flash. who hasn't got hands like yours. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it made me sick. I was <laughs> so angry at this no, big gloved tip, man. I could. Dearly begloved. Dearly begloved. I'm gathered here today to dispose of my waste. <laughs> oh, I, I wish someone would say that every time you went into a skip. Just some guy stood up on high. Uh, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Yeah, but just so smug about it. To join it, in yeah. holy matrimony, this pile of rubbish <laughs> <laughs> and your kid's old wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was about. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. We've just received the longest let it go in this show's history. It's three or four pages. It's from Michael. We're going to have a little read through it. See if we can bring it to air because it seems angry. It seems very angry. Um, it includes the words uh, clench fists. Um, karma will catch up with them. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. German vehicles. It's a lot to unpack. Dirty mind. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a moment, Michael. Thanks for getting in touch. Um, but first, Emma, anything you want to let go of? Pine needles. Oh. Yes. Stefan insists on the having a real... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Stefan insists on having a real Christmas tree. Oh. I was always from a fake tree family, and that... Oh, I hear your sister. You? Preach. No. That Preach. sufficed real for, like, 20 years. Now we have to have a real one, and I must have to hoover every day. Just let it go. Just let, literally let it go. And what, then just leave, up, leave them on the floor? When you clear up the tree. Yeah, yeah that's why I would Sometimes do. I'm surprised by the people we work with as well. <laughs> just, just you've got you to want me it. to let that go for the whole month of December? You've got to go real for the smell. The smell of the tree. The smell, the smell is amazing. Yeah. I haven't really got... The, the, the tree in the studio smells nice. I have, I've gone to the trouble of getting a, a real tree um, and um, it doesn't really smell, which is a bit annoying. Oh, no, no one's ever entered a room and, God, someone put a tree in here. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see what you mean, yeah, the pine, yeah. That's the only good thing about it is the, the smell, everything else, and when we take it out of there, last year I was hooving up pine needles until about June because we have to drag it out of a yeah. tiny corridor and they just ping <laughs> yeah, off they everywhere. everywhere. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. I'm still finding them. 
I'm starting to get anxious about having to dispose of the tree now, and it's only. It's actually making me really 11. hot. I know. I need, to, you, I need when, to calm down. When you need to dispose of a tree, just hoover the actual tree. <laughs> Naked. Hoover it bald, and then just take the stick out. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> hoover it bald, and then just take the stick out. That's a great name for the daily podcast. <laughs> um, uh, Glenn, anything you want to let go? Yeah, I dropped a two-pound coin oh. by mistake down a drain oh, yesterday, no. and it brought back vivid memories of when the first when the two-pound coin first came out about 1998 um, I, I got one as a sort of eight or nine year old and accidentally dropped it down the plug hole and for about 15 years after that if ever I was ever sort of short on change or anything I'd always think if I hadn't dropped that down there I'd be two pounds richer <laughs> and I'd think about it all the time and so now I've got to think about this two pound coin for the next 15 years a happier end to that story would have been you you fished it out and then you took it into that little chocolate shop and you bought that last bar of chocolate you opened it and you found a golden ticket <laughs> and then your nan and granddad did a little dance that's how I want that story to end the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio thank you everybody for getting in touch with the solution to disposing of your real Christmas tree come the end of the Christmas period are you ready for this Emma? Oh, this is really yes. good Please. Matt says he's actually going to do this. I am. This is really great advice that's coming from quite a lot of people, including Trevin Grays, Karen of Bista, and Gillian. Uh, to dispose of a real Christmas tree, put it inside an old duvet cover, hold ends together, carry out, shake out, over bin, feel smug. Brilliant. Ah. Absolutely good. love it. Thank there you, guys. Go. And now we move on to the most epic Let It Go correspondence we have ever received. And it comes, as I said earlier, from Michael. Here we go. Good morning, Dave. This is going to be a hard one for me to let go of, so good luck. Big sigh, clears throat, swallows, sniffs, eyes stinging, clenched fists. (laughs) BMW drivers. Oh, why, oh, why must they constantly have the arrogance on the road? Why must they dart in and out of traffic? Why must they constantly undertake me on the M25? I'm going full whack, that's legal and safe. Why, oh, why must they be inches from my bumper when I've barely got into the outside lane and all I want to do is overtake a Skoda at 68 miles per hour in the middle lane? With those familiar lights and the occasional flash behind me so to intimidate me out of their way. Why do they never say thank you if I... I let them out. Why do they think they are somehow entitled to every inch of the road? And why did I email Absolute Radio about this when there is potential for one of you to actually drive one? Oh, dear. No one here owns a BMW, do they? No. No. No, no, you're all good, Michael. You're all good. Shall I continue? Okay. Do I feel it's a case that if I can't beat them, I should join them? Or do I just live in hope they'll get a ticket, the ticket they so richly deserve, and that road karma will eventually catch up with them? I work most of my job in my car and I can't spit fury every time I clap eyes on one, can I? Help me let this go before the end of the year so I can start 2019 with a new zen and think of German vehicles uh, that won't dirty my mind. Thanking you. Regards, Michael. So I think this is going to take a big old deep breath from the whole team here. Okay, um, here we go. <laughs> and here we go. <laughs> we hope that's helped, Michael. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. It is the sensation sweeping the nation. 
Matt, you're so right. Effectively, this is all my Twitter feed is nowadays. Yeah. It's yeah. people telling me that they're out of mm. Whamageddon, which is always terrible to read. Dropping like flies. They really are. But last year when we did this, some brave souls did make it to the end. So if you're just joining the party for the first time, thinking, Dave, what is Whamageddon? Allow me to explain. The objective is to go the whole month of December without hearing the Wham! classic Last Christmas. Cover versions and remixes do not count. If you hear a remix or a cover version, you are still in. You are out as soon as you recognise the song. Why that's such an important rule is I got out uh, earlier in December because of a rickshaw driver. Yeah. And... He had all, he had come, gone past me and gone, and I, I hadn't registered it at all. And then I went, oh, that's last Christmas. And as yeah, soon as yeah. then, I'm out. Sometimes it takes a while to sink in. Uh, there is a wham guarantee here on The Breakfast Show. You will not hear last Christmas on the show. You will not even hear it in the adverts. Some other radio stations and shows are playing a Christmas compilation yeah. advert. We have had that removed from our ad breaks. We're fully committed to this. Um, and so well, let's get down to the, uh, the business of some of your messages. Hey, Dave, since relocating to Canada, Absolute Radio has kept me connected to England. I threw myself into Whamageddon this year, executing some ninja-level skills to avoid such a situation. Nice. But tonight, after work, I laid in the dentist chair... And between the awful drilling noise, all I heard was, last, I gave you, the very next, it was true. Whilst in dental pain, I now felt pain in my soul. I have been whammed. Anyway, Merry Christmas and happy dadding. I'm truly happy for you from Rob in Canada. Well, thank you very much, Rob. Merry Christmas to you it's as well. It's going to be the worst one, yeah. That. Oh, the dentist chair and, and Whamageddon. Oh. Dave, I am out of Whamageddon. I'm a high school music teacher and made the stupid mistake of allowing my kids to listen to Christmas songs yesterday. The fatal track was immediately on the scene. What a rookie mistake, ruse Rick in Preston. Rick, don't you you learn. You will not do the same thing next year, but you are out. Dave, I hadn't heard it. And then I got double whammed. It was at Tesco, says Jackie oh, Warrington. Tesco again. Yeah. Yeah. Tesco, thank you, Emma. Exactly. Yes, Tesco cropping up a lot. There, yeah, I'd say it's about at least 35% again done in Tesco. A very high rotation they have on in store. And Tesco have got in touch with the show, I believe, Matt. So much so they have tweeted about it, yeah. We consider, they say, we considered removing last Christmas from our stores for Whamageddon, but the very next day we thought it should stay. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Little gag from the supermarket giant there. Tesco are laughing at <laughs> our faces. There's people getting whammed left, right and centre, Tesco. And they go on, uh, for those who like to play on hard mode, let us know if you've made it through a Tesco. So if you really want to test yourself, go supermarket shopping at oh, Tesco. Oh, well, that's good. OK, so with big brands like Tesco at the forefront of our minds, you will not believe what's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. As we've just heard, courtesy of Matt, Tesco have got involved with Whamageddon. Kind of. Um, but joining me right now is a man who is flying the flag proper for all things Whamageddon. He is on your side, people. This is Jonathan. Jonathan, you're the managing director of Fuller's Inns. Isn't that right? That is correct. Yes, Fuller's Inns. We have 230 or so 
managed pubs across the south of England. Well, I'm a big fan of the Sun and 13 Cantons just round the corner mm. here. Of course, we Very had nice, our yeah. event for Stand Up to Cancer with the Magnificent 17 in there, which we know that yourself and the team helped to organise. And we know that you also are thrilled by the concept of Whamageddon. And you have decided to take yourself and all of those hundreds of inns you've just mentioned um, to a next level when it comes to Whamageddon. Please tell everybody what Fullers are going to be doing. Well, th- thank you very much. We're big fans of Absolute, and we want to get behind this. And I have to say, this is a, a personal crusade for me as well. Wow. So we, we are going, <laughs> we, uh, much, much to the chagrin of my daughter, who thinks I'm a Grinch, but we, <laughs> we are going to um, remove, in fact, we have already removed last Christmas from all our playlists. My goodness, what Jonathan! What a gesture! He's not messing about. <laughs> How many Fuller's Inns are there again, Jonathan? 231. That means 231 managers got an email, and I imagine the title of that email was WHAM, URGENT, all in capital letters. <laughs> yeah. And then you Underline. explained that you want it taken off the playlist. That's right. So thanks to our friends at Mood Media, we've, we have removed that very track from wow. every single playlist between now and 12 o'clock on Christmas Eve. I have one question for you. One, okay. one area I'm a bit worried about, the jukebox. <gasps> Does that not exist in a modern pub? The jukebox where people can put their own songs on? Look how he's turned this wonderful gesture into a cantankerous monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I like your question there, Matt. But Thank no, you. there are the, the, as much as we love jukeboxes, <laughs> we do not have a jukebox in any of our oh. 231. Oh, they're so modern, aren't they? The disdain so we, we in Jonathan's it. voice tackling your question there, Matt. It's just a joy to behold. Um, now, as well as that, Jonathan, we believe that in case any of your managers decide to be a little bit pesky but if somebody does hear last christmas in one of your pubs you're gonna you're gonna do a little something what is that that's right if in the unlikely event that um one of your customer our customers hears last christmas in one of our pubs we will give them a free drink a free drink wow Wow. thank you very much indeed jonathan it's been so lovely talking to you and it's great that you guys are getting behind this we can't thank you enough so effectively uh, when you're going out for your christmas drinks if you are in a fuller's pub up until midnight on christmas eve you will not be able to get out of whamageddon we wish you the best of luck out there we'll have another update of those of you still in and the fallen on tomorrow's breakfast show give it up for jonathan everybody thanks john thank you guys thank you dave thank you mate lots of love Thank you. Thank you. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Anna Baggett has tweeted us saying, I'm out. I made the mistake of telling a colleague about Whamageddon at work. I was innocently making a cup of tea when they ran in playing it on what Anna calls a boom box. <laughs> Hashtag Whamageddon. Leona Graham, who of course is going to be here in one hour's time, and she is really getting behind Whamageddon. Yeah. Even yesterday, as we revealed on the show, putting up the running times for Magic Christmas on the studio doors. Mm. Times not to be in the corridor, as she's calling it. She said to Anna, that colleague deserves a royal thump from the Queen of Rock. I'm <laughs> oh, going to moving on to physical violence levels around Armageddon, Leona. We, we love your passion about it. it. Well, Anna, it gives me a great pleasure to say you're not out. Rule number four of Armageddon is you cannot be put out by a friend or a colleague who pulls such a stunt, such a silly stunt. Yeah, you can't yeah. be deliberately put out, so you are still in Whamageddon. I'm so pleased to report that. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. 
And what we've decided to do today for the two topics is, as we were talking about flown bundles, which is those stringy bits inside a banana, uh, and we also uh, were joined by Zamo off that there Grange Hill, of course, sending Just Say No to number one in 1986. We've decided to make a TV show fruity. Yes, we're smashing together any TV programme and any fruit, and we're doing it at 8.12.15, or, of course, you can always tweet us at Absolute Radio. I've got a mixed bunch here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got American strawberry pickers. <laughs> yes, that's your favourite show. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I've got the unbreakable Granny Smith, which I'm quite happy oh, with. Oh, very good. Thank oh. you. And I've got Melon Teller, Fullus. Uh, <laughs> wow. I was quite pleased with. Wow. Matt, what you got? Uh, Golden Delicious Girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> Judge <laughs> Judge Rinder. Uh, Is that an app? That should be an app. <laughs> yeah. Strictly Kumquat Dancing. <laughs> and Dried Dates with Miss Scylla Blackberry. Very good, Matt Dyson. Emma. My Strictly one was Strictly Plum Dancing. Oh. Uh, La- yeah. I think Lime, that might be stronger. I think so. <laughs> Lime of Duty. Uh, yes. And the Great British Baker. Oh, I was trying to think oh, of one for Great. Oh. How did I not come up with, with Great? With Melon Sue. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Um, what you got, Glenn? Uh, outside of that, I've got Core and Order and uh, Sons of Banana Key. Oh, <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Based on our conversation surrounding the Flome Bundles, which is the bitch you find in a banana, and Zamo off Grange Hill being on the show, uh, we've decided to uh, make a TV show fruity. Uh, Sean comes in with Peachy Blinders. Oh, oh nice. nice. Raisin Hope from Ronnie Corby. <laughs> Pithbusters from Stefan <laughs> in rugby. The old grey whistle zest oh, from Barney in Newark. Very nice. MTV's Teen Plums. <laughs> <laughs> Teen from, Plums. From Robert. And Geordie Core keeping it MTV. Oh, wow. That's from Nicola in Canary Wharf. Good morning, Nicola, and thank you. Matt, did anything happen um, on Twitter? Paul Concannon on Twitter has suggested through the Kiwi hole. <laughs> uh, it ain't off hot plum is from Tony. And Mark Sadler, who's normally very good at this, says today he's struggling, uh, though he has got his copy of the Christmas Radio Limes out. Uh, <laughs> at least you had a go, that's my thing. Uh, but don't worry if it didn't quite work for you today because the Daily Smash will return tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Leona's back. She's up next. She come bearing gifts. Listen to this. Leona just walked in, you know, all, all dressed in black. Yeah having just got off a motorcycle. Like an angry metal Santa. Yes, <laughs> just listening to the foos yeah. and ACDC, and she hands me this little red bag, and inside is a customised Christmas decoration that has three reindeers, one named Dave, one named Sarah Jane, and one named Evangeline. Oh, that's lovely. It's like yeah. Marilyn Manson giving you some candy floss, that is. It's just <laughs> one of the sweetest things oh, I've ever seen. Thank you, Leona. Nice. Uh, and as I say, the queen of rock, as always, is up next. Uh, all we need to do right now is name the daily podcast. Um, Producer Mark, what have you been noting down as I've been ringing the naming bell? Right, so we've got loads today. Matt Dyson's Village to Village Road Trip with the Village People. (laughs) That's the TV show I'm coming up with where Matt travels across America doing an almost relay with the Village People driving each vehicle as you go. Yes, I'm fully on board. When do we start shooting? (laughs) I'm going to talk to my friends at Channel 5. Okay, good. Will Bananas Call My Puffy Eyes? Uh, yes, that's you. I'll have you to do that cucumbers. before we do the road trip. Yes, you're going to have to look your best for that. Get some bananas out. Pith on your verrucas. <laughs> Thanks for your advice, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> 
nervous. <laughs> in at the good. deep end when it comes to talking on air. <laughs> a beef eater on the door, just like a bouncer. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that, Matt, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was Glenn's birthday Glenn's bash. Yeah. My go-to gal tale. is Linda Lasardi. Oh, oh, yes. Of course. Yeah. A of course. letter of complaint to Roland Rat. That was nice. Now, that's how you do an advert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's Matt clapping the old uh, juice loose moose in the house yes, advert. Maynard's wine guts. There you go. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. <laughs> uh, that was nice. That was about Matt going to a skip. And finally, hoover it bald and then just take the stick out. Well, oh. I'm not even going to explain what that is, but that is the name of the daily podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hoover it bald and then just take the stick out. <laughs> Download from all the usual places. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.